and welcome to the Opinions and Beer Podcast. I'm your host, Adam, and with me I have Keenan Kitchens. Up. And Ed Ray 1416. Yo. Today is the fifth day of the five, 12 pods of Christmas. It is five golden rings. <laughs> now, oh, I know where you're going with this. Now, when I think of golden and rings, nothing about golden. I think about golden. Think about. Delicious, deliciousness, delicious, golden brown rings, cooked just right. Cooked just right. My, uh, do, did you say do, donuts? I did not, but donuts. I, I knew you were going. Do, Duncan, donuts. That's right. I don't, I don't know where you're getting. That. Jesus, you were leading. I did not. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> That's right. Today's beer of the day is Harpoon's Duncan Donuts Coffee Porter. It is a blah 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 blah. It's a coffee porter. <laughs> it's it's, our, our, it's a it's it it's, is a classic porter with Dunkin' coffee. It is a dark brown black mix with espresso and dark chocolate with roasty malt and smooth. And it's from Boston, Massachusetts. No, I don't know. I think all it is. this is is all that real. Yeah, Boston. <laughs> this is like they checked off on a bunch of shit. No, that, that's like that's that's because that's what they do at this. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. It has like a label on the back of it, just yeah. like they do the coffee Harpoon, in the in the store. Harpoon. They yearly team up with uh, companies, and this year they've gone global and teamed up with Dunkin' Donuts to release the Dunkin' Coffee Porter. Oh, that's really cool. It is six percent in alcohol by volume. It has a twenty. 28 IBU rating. This beer has been getting some mixed reviews online, so I can't wait to try it. And, and before I taste it, I just want to comment on uh, the beer, the little bit of beer that I just spilled on the white it's table. It's black. It looks like coffee. <laughs> it, it does like coffee. Yeah. Uh, it's good. It's coffee. I don't taste any beer. I just taste coffee. It does taste like, yeah, dude, it is coffee. You know, um, I think given that it's a Dunkin' Donut coffee beer, like other coffee beers, you, you taste a hint of coffee in your beer, right? But this being a Dunkin' Donut beer, it's just alcoholic coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, and, and, now, Adam, you may know more about this than I do. Whenever they make a coffee beer... Are they literally putting coffee in the beer, or are they finding some way to give it a coffee taste? Um, sometimes it's mixed. It really depends. I, I don't. Well, what's this saying it's doing? Well, it says it's with Dunkin' Coffee. Like the way it says it's with Dunkin' well, they, Coffee, they might. I mean, it means some, there's actually coffee some, in there. Uh, if it if it doesn't say that it has coffee in it and it's just a stout, then they may be uh, brewing these kind of beers are kind of weird to get the to get. The full effect of the flavor. You gotta for, chug it. For those <laughs> who don't, for those who don't know, a porter is kind of when you, you over, you you basically burn your malts on purpose. You get your malts. The first and porter you burn was probably them. an accident. You know, kind of maybe, but that's just, that's just the way to do it. And um, oh, I burned my malts. I'm the, selling this anyways. The, the, the darker that beer was great. <laughs> the darker the malts, the stouter the beer gets. Uh, Porters, they ride that line. They are, they're like the they're the they're the darker side of the L family, compared to a pilsner, which a pilsner is the lighter side of the lager family. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah, see, yeah, I, I'm learning a thing or two. So, 
the coffee is there. A lot of people were complaining about the uh, that they didn't get enough coffee, but I think it's just enough. Like, yeah, because it's not like the most strongest cup of coffee you had. Its aroma is espresso and dark chocolate. It tastes roasty, malty, and smooth. Yeah, I'm seeing the different colors for different things. I, I, I see what's going I'm on. I'm thinking here. though, I, I do. Th- I I think the drinkability for this is 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 top notch, and I would. Oh yeah, yeah. But I can see what like well, so, I'm, saying I'm just now. saying that some some things, and I I like the IBUs are just right there at a basic range for the average co- uh, beer drinker. I I know the people that were writing this are kind of the connoisseurs of beer. Like their problem is that it's smooth. Like yeah, they're saying that like it doesn't taste uh, boldly enough of coffee. But I think I think if you if you're trying to catch the attention of somebody and really want to grab somebody. Uh, first of all, Dunkin' Donuts is going to grab them, and you don't want to give someone who's grabbing a Dunkin' Donuts beer a overly stout, overly bitter beer. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Dunkin' Donuts fans that are not beer connoisseurs are going to be like, "Holy shit, was that Dunkin' Donuts beer? Go back, go back." <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you and you want them to buy more, and I think I think Harpoon uh, hit the nail on the head when they made this beer, and it's definitely a buy it again before it runs out because it is a limited release now uh i'm I'm gonna give this a nine at least i think i will too obviously today is react thursday commercial thursday so we'll get to those very swiftly we're gonna watch a trailer here and react to what the hell's going on here what is this a new movie or what oh Oh my god. So he's on a ship. So this is Iron Man's on a ship. Yeah, and uh that's uh, that's the uh what's the uh what's Gamora's oh. sister's name? Um Apparently she's with him. He's not absolutely alone. That's the uh, Guardian ship. Is it the Guardian ship? It, it is, yeah. Uh, Gamora, Gamora's sister, continuing to forget her name, probably repaired it. Or Tony Stark's Tony Stark. He probably repaired it. Yeah. Their ship wasn't broken, was it? Yeah, they, they, they crashed brittle into the... Uh... Oh, yeah. Oh, Scare... From the comics? Yeah, from the... Yeah, yeah. From Scarecrow. The comics, I've seen that. Thanos yeah, walking. I totally got that Easter egg. And then, uh, yeah, it's a shell of his former self. And I'll look. Captain America shaved. They think that uh, Scott Lang is it? it yeah. Is dead, but they're. We know not from the uh, Ant Man. Yeah. Oh, Ronan. Ronan. Oh, man, yeah. Uh... Yep, Hawkeye. Is someone, being Ronin. See, someone threw me out when they asked. They're like, "Man, is that like that samurai shit?" And, and, and like, they said something. They didn't say Ronin. They said something else. And I was like, "Man, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about." But yeah, now now that puts that in perspective. He did do a Ronin character arc, didn't he? Yeah. And then we got the title, Avengers Endgame. Endgame. Oh, oh man. And the title was totally said in the last Avengers. In the last, last two Avengers. Oh, well, wait. The one before that? What yeah. is said in Age of Ultron 2? Look, Scott Lang. <laughs> Did he say two years ago? A few years ago. A few, oh, three years ago. 
Dude, look at the van. You see that van? You recognize that van? Okay, tell me. But answer the question. Do you? I like, guess I not. You do. I'll tell you for the for the crowd or for the or viewers that that you're saying. But do you recognize the van? I do not. You've seen Ant Man. Uh, and once. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't. Uh, that's the van with the portal to the quantum realm and the back of it at the very end. Oh. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the exact van. So okay, so I he totally, has it. I totally picked that out on my own and did not watch a video that told oh me. Oh my goodness. But uh, so so first thoughts on Avengers in-game trailer. My thoughts are. <gasps> what are your thoughts, Ed Ray? <sighs> is this the nine thousandth Avengers movie that Marvel has made? It is the fifth one. Huh? Fourth? It's four. All right. It is the fourth one, and you can only pray and hope they get to 9,000, Ed Ray. All right? <laughs> well, it's going to be impossible since Stan Lee is dead, so I have no oh, interest yes, in this movie. Because he is such a, a huge presence on the writing staff. <laughs> oh, no, wait. No, that's right. He directed them. No, he did not. Oh, okay. So I think, uh, <laughs> what did he do? He produced it? Oh, no, he didn't do so, that either. So, the, hey, Ed Ray, this trailer is now the number one most watched trailer of all time uh hitting near oh, of course it is hitting nearly uh was it like like, th like 300 million views or something at th and, 30 and million seconds no. so many million views within 24 hours it's like we got 20 million views in three seconds how is that possible our video is three minutes long <laughs> 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 no, but, but uh, um, a little side uh, No, I bet you The Lion King is a close second. But, you know, I, I like the trailer. I like that it didn't give away any of the action dude, scenes. Dude, I love a trailer when it... it, it uh, yeah, the, uh, dude, action... Besides the plot, the other reason you're there is the action scenes. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I can't wait for that fight scene. The one we've seen every detail of. Uh, yeah, already. I love I love that it was just all... It basically was just a shot of everybody, like... It's, sh it's just showing everyone Everybody that's still alive. Thing for like half a second. Showing yeah. that everyone that was still alive. And yeah, and, and I, I like a trailer that raises questions, not answers them. J.K. Rowling. <laughs> J.K. Rowling. Because of the Fantastic Beast trailer. Nagini. Nagini. Oh, oh my god, did you just drop a massive fucking spoiler in your... You know what? It wasn't Harry Potter, <laughs> I would have been pissed. I don't know if there's and some, some people think, people out there. Or some people that think that they're not going to kill... Off Captain America. Uh, they not. No, well, they think they might. They might get rid of him. They don't think they're gonna kill him off. Oh no, yeah. They, in the way we think we, that they, he will. They, they better they Paul think, Walker his ass. Well, they think they're going to. They're going to put him. He's gonna stay back in a timeline. Oh. Through going back in time, he's gonna yeah, stay in oh, the past. Oh, he's gonna hook up with the. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, the uh, the Peggy Agent Carter. Carter? Yeah. yeah, and then he's gonna be like, dude, I'm like here with her. I'm not leaving. And you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are wanting. Oh, he's just gonna straight up go back to his time, go back to 1945. Right. And in the comics, didn't he? Like, the the movie, the, and the movie had the rush. You know, they had to get back to 2000 or whatever the shit that uh, the Marvel movies are taking place. So, but like in the movies, he quickly became a soldier. Quickly got into a fight with Red Skull. Quickly had to sacrifice himself. Quickly became. Uh, frozen, right? Right. But in the comics, didn't he fight for years and years and years and years and beat the shit out of Hitler and fought through 1945 into the 50s, probably even maybe the 60s, and then got frozen? Uh, I think it, it showed, like, I don't know when he got frozen, but it showed him fighting. 
There was there was a montage of him fighting. Oh yeah, I know that, but uh, we that, don't know how long that was. But I'm saying in the comics, you do know how long that. I'm saying, oh yeah, it could have been all the way up to 1945, and it could have been like the year and a. Obviously, it was during World War II. It wasn't after we dropped the bombs on Japan. Okay, yeah. All right, so it's 1945 at least, or at most, in that movie. Okay, but in the comics, I think, like I said, he fought through the 60s and shit. Or the fifties and the sixties, and and then something happened that got him. I could be wrong. I'm going on shit I've heard, not comics. I've wait, read wait, personally. well, when did Captain America come out? Oh, Ca- Captain America came out in the forties during the war and shit, and it was propaganda and all that, and blah blah. And that's why. So how can he come it? in the sixties? Because he kept on going and going and going, Adam. It didn't end. Also, when did he the get war. frozen? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. In the comics, I don't know when he got frozen, and then. It, it may not have been in the 40s. I'm saying... How, how, how do we know he's ever been frozen? In the comics? Or in the movie? Yeah, when did he get frozen in the comics? Oh, man, I know it did happen. I can't remember because I remember the aftermath of him being unfrozen and stuff like that. So, and that, that's a huge... Uh, hell, the sh- again, these aren't comics I've read, so the part about him being frozen inside the ship that he crashed in might even be accurate. I have no idea of about that. Did they randomly stop making Captain America comics? That's a damn good question. Like, because I mean, there has to be yeah, there has to be a time jump. Because he, he, he froze, and then like the next year, it was, and now they're writing comics about 2012 in the year 1970 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it makes yeah. no sense. <laughs> but he did get frozen. <laughs> maybe that's a no, whole, dude. I think I think may, they, maybe they, they rebooted ended, it. Yeah, I was about to say that. And uh, maybe there's a reboot. And we're like, how could Captain America be around? And like, I think there's probably a reboot in the '90s. Well, well, how the hell could the 1945 hero be around in the '90s? He was frozen. <laughs> you know, uh, I think it's just crazy that they're able to put like comics into films, and they're we're able to get such great things. And you know something else that early reactions are great is that Bumblebee. People are saying that Bumblebee is the best Transformers movie of all time, and that we finally got a good Transformers movie. It's probably because like the plot, the Transformer, the plot of all Transformer movies is we gotta fight, <laughs> and that's the plot, the beginning, middle, and end. That's the twist at the end. That's the that's the character development. You know, maybe I think this one actually has like that, uh, speaking of character development, I think it has actual character development from Bumble, Bumblebee. You know, and people are praising a performance by John Cena. They're saying John Cena plays a really, really good villain in this movie, and that his acting is really good, and he's a believable villain. Yeah, because he's never have to, had to do that before. Well, no, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, just saying. Kidding. But you know, like pe- people often try to criticize the you know the wrestlers that oh, like, come that. to oh, man, acting. I so and I just like, yeah, like John Cena's acting was not that great in the Marine, but I've seen him in uh, I seen him in a TV show Psych. He showed up on an episode, and I had no problems with his acting the whole mo- episode. I'm just thinking that if he does good in in this movie, maybe people can actually see him in a Marvel film or in a uh, you know a future like a better film. I'm a, yeah, like better franchise. Someone said, I don't know. If people are actually speaking about this, or someone just said people are talking about this, and people aren't actually talking about this. But uh, I heard that people are talking about that it's actually possible for John Cena to be the next Captain America, and it's like love the guy, but for the love of God, no. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, hey, if he is, if his acting chops work out. No, no, he's just too. 
He said, "You know what? My friend put it best. He looks like he 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 should be the star." No, of oh a no, I forgot to tell you. Porn. There's a no. There's actually a there's actually a version of Captain America that um that people think that John Cena could play. Yeah, there's actually a version of Captain well, America, like but he, he changes buff. his he's name in, in the comics. He oh, dude, I remember that. He's a Captain America, but he ends up coming with something different. But he looks, he's a, he's a very like muscly big. Captain America character. I remember that. Wrestlers, man. Wrestlers are proving to be pretty good actors. I mean, Batista is Drax. and Yeah, dude. I was saying that. Yeah, but and he's got that. Uh, I never watched it, but he's in Hotel Artemis. And I mean, we've, we've come a long way from Mr. Nanny and, and Hulk, Hogan's, Hulk Hogan's days. Yeah, and, and even a long way from uh, The Marine. And, and what was that movie with the edge in it? And those, those aren't horrible watches, you know. I'm like... Obviously, but they're they're more like straight to TV films. Yeah, yeah, and, and so you know what you're expecting when you go into those. So like, I'm not talking shit on those films because uh, they're 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 all right. Ed Ray, what do you think about wrestlers in movies? Yeah, if they're talented enough to act, let them act. Otherwise, they should do something better. <laughs> See, that's the problem. Whenever they're producing WWE's producing their own, I'm not saying WWE's produ- producing. Anything that John Cena's in now, but back in, you know with those movies I was talking about, when WWE's producing their own movie, they can just come out with crap, and and everyone can be like, "That's crap, don't don't do it," and they'll be like, "Fuck you, we can do well, what we want." Especially because there was a period there where they, because at first they started making their own they movies. They want to be a WWE movie production. Well, at company. first they started making their own movies, but then they realized it was it was kind of too it's hard bad. for their no, it was too hard for their schedule, so they started actually just. They started buying films from film festivals and then having them film scenes that included one of their wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when they, they ended up buying the films. Oh, and didn't WWE that, do The Call with uh? Yeah, that one actually did real well, though. Oh, theaters, yeah, that so. was a good movie, yeah. man. And who is uh, Halle, Halle Berry. Yeah, and that has a like, – like, that's another one of them. They, they bought a film, and then they hey, – oh, we have a wrestler we're going to put in this. Go, what, let's, go, let's, let's, go, let's, go, let's go film a quick scene with one of our wrestlers so that it's a WWE film. Yeah, yeah, that's And literally, literally uh, David, o- David Otunga's in it for literally, like, I think, 10 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> He's in it for 10 seconds, and that was it. <laughs> and that's why it's a WWE film. Oh, but, dude, did you see the uh, – oh, man, who is it? Who is it? Oh, God, it's on – it's because we've been drinking because it's opinions and beer that I do not remember this. But they're coming out with a uh, – there's a wrestling movie coming out about the, the, the a brother and a sister – and their father is a wrestling fanatic, and they become they they are wrestling fanatics as their fathers are wrestling fanatics. They grow up dreaming of being in the WWE. It's a it has to be a WWE. Movie oh no 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 no! Because WWE is in the movie. <laughs> no, oh, I know what it is. It's made. It's actually okay. So you're talking about a movie that's being made. It's made by the Rock's uh, oh, yeah, film the, company. Oh yeah! Oh, he has. Of course, he has one of those. What's the rock? Uh, two two dollar two bucks uh, or whatever. Two dollar entertainment. Yeah, two bucks. yeah, because that's all he had in his pocket when he got. Yeah, to, so he's making yeah. a film about Paige's life. A real, uh, it's a real wrestler. Oh, she's a real wrestler. Oh, oh, that's real shit. Yeah, yeah. Of so course, he's, of course, the uh, was she like one of those hot WWE divas? She's in there now. She's in wrestling now. Is she one of the hot WWE? Uh, well, she she actually she's a diva, but well, is she one of the hot ones? Well, her porn tape. Came out. You can see her porn. Where's my phone? Oh Where's my, my god. Yeah, just a lot of stuff with wrestlers going on. I'm, just, I'm excited to see Bumblebee. I want to see Bumblebee and see how John Cena did in this film. And uh, I'm excited for a lot of John Cena projects. He has a project coming up with with uh, Jackie Chan, a Jackie Chan project. 
I know Keenan doesn't like Jackie Chan all that much, but um, his I last film was really good. His last film was Pierce Brosnan. I really, really liked. So I'm, I'm all excited for Jackie Chan stuff. We are seeing things that were great in the 90s, like wrestling and stuff and wrestling films, are things that were kind of silly in the 90s that we loved, are now being updated today twice as good. Uh, dude, you are not wrong. Man. Is that kind of weird that we're seeing things from we're, our past being updated now, and but becoming and good? No, well, uh, you're talking about a specific niche because uh, some of our things are being updated today, and and they're they're garbage like what? now. Dude, like the uh, a lot of the uh, '90s cartoons are being rebooted. They're butchering Ed, Ed, and Eddie, the Rugrats. Uh, I just hope they don't touch Rocket Power. What's a, what's a cartoon, an old '90s cartoon, you would bring? back would you reboot that you think they would do well rocket power despite the fact that i just <laughs> said that but not like they're oh they're doing it with the dumbest animation they're taking out any kind of cleverness they just want to be bland so they don't piss off anyone <laughs> you know and it's like everything's got to be politically correct and cool and all right and, and it's like you don't understand like we, we weren't idiots back then we were laughing our ass off at the sh show because it was you know like I don't even remember, you know, like, dude, Rugrats was the shit, and the animation was edgy, and that was the whole thing, that was like, the animation was, like, too edgy, and just kind of, like, characters looked weird, and that might be unbecoming for this new generation, and it's like, the fuck did you just say? <laughs> you know? If you, would you, would you ever watch a, a live-action Rocket Power? Oh, dude. Dude, yeah, if done right, it could be done. I mean, who could you cast? I mean, would you would you cast a newbie like new people? Would I don't you? know. I don't. I can't answer that question off better. Right. To, like, do some research and look at like characters. I mean, we're finally getting a live action actors. Pokemon movie. I know. Even though we're it's not even getting a live action Pokemon movie. We're getting a live action Pikachu movie. Yeah. Pikachu sounds like. I mean, a it's something though. I mean, it's something. Man. It's something. So I just yeah. I think it'd be cool to get a live action Rocket Power movie and a live well, action. It's dude. Um, don't get me wrong. Like. Hey you Pikachu, not hey you Pikachu, uh, Detective Pikachu caught me off guard because it's like I've been wanting a Pokemon movie since I was, a live action Pokemon movie since I was a kid and then it's like you give me this, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you give, and, and I've always imagined like, you know, uh, a Pokemon movie and I never imagined a talking Pikachu that can talk like Meowth, but whatever, let's get past that. If I imagined the talking Pikachu, I never thought he'd be like, Hey, kid. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you think, I never got to my point about Rocket Power. Okay. I would continue it, not reboot it. Reboot it with a continuation. You mean, okay, so kind of like Roseanne. Oh, no, no, no. Like, more like Rugrats all grown up. Rocket Power all grown up. Okay. Like, they're, they're like young kids, like 9 or 10 or 11. Roseanne, Roseanne like kind of did that, didn't they? No, Roseanne just, like, popped back up. Like, yeah, it's like... You know, it's not like a day after or in uh, in the plot from the day that they got canceled. <laughs> okay, okay. But, you know, they just pop. They didn't change anything. <laughs> I mean, I guess they did. But so it, you would change lot, stuff from Rocket Power. live action. They had to do that because humans age. Okay, <laughs> so yours would be the day after. No, no, I'm saying yours. No, I'm saying it would be years later okay but, but of course they did that with it's not a big deal that they did that <laughs> it's not a thing that they did that with roseanne because they had to do that because humans age adam that's what i'm saying you can do that with a cartoon like you can make a rocket power cartoon now and, and years later they're still 12 or 13. i'm saying like do like a all grown grown up where they're like teenagers now uh, would you would you ever consider bringing courage is, is courage canceled 
Courage has been canceled for a while. What would you would you think about uh, rebooting Courage the Cowardly Dog? No, they, they are. I, they are, aren't they? How would I know? I, I think don't, they I don't are. watch TV, dude. They're taking like, oh man, that's a classic. Let's fucking butcher it. Would you, uh, hey Ed Ray, if they if they ever did a live action Courage the Cowardly Dog, who would you cast as the uh, old man? Oh, that would be so dumb. Well, let's see. Since Mickey Rooney is dead, that's a tough one. <laughs> oh no! Uh, again, because uh, alcohol, I'm forgetting his name. Uh, How about Patrick what? Stewart? No, Patrick Stewart. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Clint Eastwood. But Clint Eastwood would have to shave his head. <laughs> he, he would do it. He's a he's a method actor. Yeah, or or yeah, for one, yeah, he would do it. For two, he just gotta wear that big weird brown hat. Dallas. <laughs> well, another actor that could have played the role, but he's dead, is Arlie Ermy. He could have made a great Eustace. <laughs> Courage the Cowardly Dog live action. That shit would be fucking funny. That, that shit would be so fucking Someone awesome. Someone might. There you go. Edit that out. No. Someone might pick up on our brainwaves and actually think about that, write it, and make it. All right. So let's not talk about it anymore. Oh my god. So what? What are some like? Uh, how about some of your favorite cop shows from back in the day? Any cop or law shows you like? You guys like? Yeah. I mean, like back in the, the original Law and Order. I, I love the court shit and like. As Law and Order progressed, they had more of the cop shit where, like, you know, you, uh, I guess, I guess it's more of a court show back in the day than a cop. It was both back in the day, and it is still kind of, they try to be both now, but they know that everyone wants the action and the detective chasing the bad guy. So that's like Law and Order, SVU, Law and Order, Criminal Tent, that's what most of that, and they get the, the courtroom scene some time, but it was way, back in the day in the 90s, Law and Order was like you know it was it was was equal you know it was like no it wasn't even equal it was like 30 percent of the show was them catching the bad guy and then 70 percent of the rest of the show was the bad guy in court i thought that was cool well if it was any time i'd say dragnet when did dragnet come out well let's see it first started on radio in 1949 then it first aired on television in 1951 then it came back in 1966 then it came back again in 2000 I think. Would you bring that back? Yeah, I'd bring back. Yeah, I'd bring back Dragnet because let's face it, we need to know how detectives work in modern times. Is that what? What what was Dragnet about? Well, Dragnet was a story about a case, a particular case in which two detectives would work diligently and ask questions. You know, basic stuff, basic detective stuff to find the criminal, and then they, then when the criminal was arrested, they would play. Hardball, hardball tactics to get answers out of the criminal, and once the criminal finally confessed, then each story concluded with a case number and what they were sentenced for. How did how did it differ from shows like Law and Order and CSI and stuff like that? Well, because uh, Dragnet was one of the first detective shows out there on television that really made an impact, and it preceded uh, Perry Mason, Ironside, Law and Order. And all those other uh, enforcement shows. Um, you know they uh they like bringing back old school crime dramas. You know maybe not necessarily about cops or detectives specifically, but uh you got like the new the the SWAT rehash with the guy from Criminal Minds. What if they made a live action Street Sharks movie? I I would like a Street Sharks. Mm, that'd be cool. You know why that'd be cool? Because I recently went back and tried to watch Street Sharks. I was feeling very nostalgic. The dialogue does not hold up. Oh, oh no! My God, that is garbage. 
So God, should it, no one talk, it, dude, like, So well, should it get an animated reboot first before it gets a live action no, no, reboot? Like, well, I don't know, just because like, dude, people that are as old as us don't know what Street Sharks are. You know, oh yeah, a lot of people miss that. You know, because Street Sharks, look at it, dude. It's what else did they miss? Did they miss uh, Beetleborgs? Beetle probably. Beetleborgs. Oh, also, uh, biker rats from uh, biker mice from Mars. Oh yeah, biker mice. For, I I miss biker mice from Mars. Yeah. Oh, you, you missed it. Like you didn't. You never. No. Heard yeah. No. Oh my God, dude! Biker mice from Mars and Street Sharks for the. Let's like try to get the same exact ripoff success as the Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Yeah, they're like Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Mouse or Teenage Mutant Ninja Sharks. There's, Teenage Mutant. There's Ninja a lot Sharks. of um ripoffs of Ninja Turtles and yeah. Power Rangers. Both yeah. power, but actually, Big bad Beetleborgs. Yeah, yeah. Beetleborgs, uh, and then the the weird one. Uh, uh, Why well, I, I guess it was a ripoff. Animorphs. I was gonna say Animorphs was a ripoff. Yeah, Animorphs and a ripoff. But um, I mean, maybe they took elements from those pop shows that are popular at the moment. Okay, it being like a teenager, like a. It was. It was. It was a teenager. They can do. You know what? Pow, I, you know what? Nineties told teenagers, man, you can go out and be a superhero. All that was kind of like our generation's Twilight and Hunger Games, huh? Mm. Is that why we're so silly? Mm. Like that's why. That's why. That's that why, why we're so is that, silly. Is that, why, is that why millennials are so bleak? Because all their shits like very depressing. And think about the thing about their stuff is like, uh, it's all like this weird post-apocalyptic shit where you got to fight to it's survive. Always post-apocalyptic. And ours, oh, fucking vampire. Ours, it's funny because <laughs> maybe it's funny that theirs is all post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic, and ours is always like with this weird inclusive rainbow. Yeah. Where like it's like every every race and everything and everyone's happy and everyone's like and then they fight the evil but then them it's like there's like these weird gray areas where it's like oh everyone's evil and we're all oh, sad yeah, and dude, bleak. Dude, the dialogue and 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 Power Rangers is like, hey, I love you. Let's be equal and happy with everybody and okay. Let's and that's dance us. Now. Is that weird yeah. that is that weird that that ideology was with our generation and it's actually the next generation that's. That's kind of uh, fluffy. Fluffy. That's kind of that's just a weird thought process. I don't know if that has something. What I don't know what that says about our society. No, I don't either. Because then you got like these uh, liberals and and everybody like wanting to ban this and ban that, and they're just all being so shitty and negative and nasty to each other. And it's like, man, it's not. That's not so 90s we, of you. Yeah, that's, yeah dude, that should be a thing, dude. Man, that's not very 90s of you, man. Yeah, that's not very like, 90s of you here, at all. Hacky sack. <laughs> I mean, uh, and we, we had Power Rangers and Beetleborgs and all kinds of weird shit. Commercial Thursday. I've got three commercials that we're going to watch and review and talk about. And talk about what if they were on today. And talk about uh, the ideas behind these shows. So the first show that I have a commercial for... It's called Hi Honey I'm Home. It was from a, it was it ran from July of 1991 to July of 1992. It had two seasons. It was a two-season show. Um, it did not last very long. Let's go ahead and watch this. This is about a guy getting home from work. It, it was a, it was a Nick at Night show. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's black and white. My God, this is nineties. <laughs> we 
So that was called Hi Honey I'm Home. It was I guess it wasn't that popular, but the, so the show was about a a sitcom family. It's literally a, a family in a TV show, a black and white TV show, and they find out they're getting canceled. And so they leave their TV show and go to the real world where they have oh God, really? where they have a device that changes their inside of their house to color so that their neighbors don't know that they're a black and white TV show family. Are you serious? This, they, this is like 900% unnecessary. They could have just been a sitcom about a family in a house. That doesn't even make it that much more interesting. Oh, that's why it starts out black and white at the beginning. Yeah, because they, they, are, they are originally a black and white family. They have a, they have a device that changes. How do you know? I watched the same trailer you did, and I didn't pick up on that at all. <laughs> Ed Ray, have you ever seen this show? No. Well, uh, would you watch this show if it was rebooted? Well, I think so because let's face it, this show looked like it was ahead of its time. If it premiered on, if it premiered on CBS in 2011, it would have been a major hit. I know it, it kind of reminds me of a, a reverse Pleasantville. You know, where like the kids. The, the, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Like where they where they go inside the TV. This is the TV coming here, and they have to pretend that they're not inside the. They're not this famous uh, old sitcom. Family? <laughs> Is that so silly? We don't have that many high-concept shows. I mean, sometimes they pop up. They, they don't stay around that long. You know, I mean, th think about the shows we watch. They're good, but they're not high-concept. Oh, Zombie Apocalypse. Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like it's very. We have very simple ideas. And, and the now. sitcoms, they, they, they. A lot of them don't even need that much of a concept at all. You're all friends. Go. Yeah. yeah? You're all nerdy friends. Yeah, go. Go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like like the number one sitcom of all time right now is Big Bang Theory, and yeah, you're all. And this uh, they're on the last season too. Hey, but uh, this might be a good time for uh, to plug for you. But I just had a question for you. What uh, what all formats are we on right now besides uh, Podbean and Spotify? We're on Apple. We're on we're on Apple iTunes. We're on uh, Google Play. We're on Amazon Alexa. We're going to move right along here to our, uh, you know, earlier we were talking about our favorite cop shows. This was a show from the early 90s. It's called Cop Rock. Have you ever heard of that, Keenan? Cop Rock? It was a TV show from the 90s called Cop Rock. Have you ever heard of it? Absolutely not. He's a cop that rocks. So, we're gonna, so we are going to play a tidbit of this. this. This is a scene from the actual show. Ready? Yeah. This is a real. Yeah, it's a real show. Careful out there. Oh, that's Cop Rock in the back. Not even the guy singing. The one in the very back. He's like, I'm Cop Rock. I ain't got time for this shit. We had a robbery of 7 Eleven. Yeah, 
Oh, I can't say that on TV now. Oh my god, I'd watch this. Let's remake this. <laughs> and then he goes to a fucking piano solo. That shit's so fucking amazing. <laughs> oh my god, That shit's so amazing. I can't believe this is gone. <laughs> I can't. Oh man, it'd be great. <laughs> sadly, um, I... You know, I, I'm a fan of these uh, these musical TV series, but sadly, they don't they don't last very long. Let's be careful out there. That's fucking. Yeah. It's so catchy. Yeah, it is. It's so rocky. It sounds so rocky too. It's like. Oh. It's like, ooh, there, yeah. there was Cop a rock with the shop with the no with uh, with the name like cop rock. It may actually have a lot of music. <laughs> yeah. Musical Let's numbers in it. Let's be careful out there. There was a robbery at a Seven Eleven. It's a that's just a that's good stuff. But that was a uh, that was cop rock. Uh, our last one right here. Oh my God! Are you serious? This is real. <laughs> Look how he talks. None of them have any tattoos. It's on their it's on their arms. Like the tattoos itself gives them time <laughs> so, fighting ability. So this this show was called Tattooed Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. It's ob it's obviously about tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills. You know that puts some, some things in perspective. There's a show on the TV on the video game Grand Theft Auto Five that is, I think, a fucking comical parody to this. Like you have to parody it, you know. <laughs> but and, and and that explains a lot, you know. It's like, well, you know, the fuck is this parodying? You know, I, I wondered that the whole time I'm watching this dumb parody show, and this is it. Ed Ray, have you seen this the show? No. What's your uh, first initial reaction to it? Well, first off, the title is too long, and second, why did it have to be Beverly Hills? Why couldn't it be Tattoo Teenage Alien Fighters? Right? You know, it's funny, they even mentioned that it's too long. So they knew it was long. And that was one of the reasons why the series didn't last long. And another one, it, the, the other reason why the series didn't last long, in my opinion, was the concept of it. Yeah, it was just pretty silly. We have we have ta we're tattooed teenagers. What makes them have powers? The fact they have tattoos. I guess they're fighting aliens. Oh, I thought I thought they were aliens. No, they're alien no no no. They're tattooed teenagers fighting aliens from Beverly Hills, which is stupid. Okay, are the teenagers from Beverly Hills or are the aliens? I think you know the aliens might be from Beverly Hills and they're fighting them. They're fighting the aliens because they're illegal Mexicans trying to get into <laughs> oh Beverly God. Hills. Jesus Christ! Uh, and back then it wasn't a sanctuary, you know. So Ed Ray, you're saying you've never you're watched like, this so show? Moving on before we get never have. Well, why not? Well, number one, I barely watched 
cable television back in 1995. I was more into gaming at the time. And number two, it was poorly advertised, so I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, this is my first time hearing of this. But boy, I tell you what. It was, on the, it was on the USA channel. Are you saying the USA channel wasn't that great back then? I, I guess freaking not. I mean, I guess we all turned to it for wrestling and wrestling alone back then. <laughs> But I well, tell you what, them tattooed teenagers—they know how to handle that illegal alien problem. They—they—they they, they know what they're doing in Beverly Hills. Well, the problem with USA back then was they didn't have a whole lot of content. You know, they would air reruns of Lamb Chop. Yeah. And, and they, then they did their own new sources. They had teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills and WWF. And they also had <laughs> some super it. silly cartoons that nobody gave a damn about back then. Yeah. Right. Oh, like what? Well, they had Cartoon Express on USA back in the old days. That was one of the ways to fill time for the network because they really didn't have anything interesting going on up until 1997. What happened in 1997? The Attitude Era for WWE. I thought, how long was WWE on USA? It was on from 1993 initially up until 2000, then they came back in 2005. Okay, where were they before 1993? Well... WWE in general was on NBC, oh, but then they decided yeah. to strike a deal with USA when Raw premiered on January 11, 1993. So 1993 was the first official episode, was the first episode of Raw? Yes. And then they moved the spike in, what year was that? 2000. 2000. That lasted for how many years? Five years. Five years, and they moved back to USA. Okay, so uh, Keenan, what was your opinion? What's your what's your biggest takeaway from these shows? And uh, out of these three shows, which one would you wish to get a reboot? Out of these shows we just seen, yeah, oh, t- dude, Rock Cop, Rock, <laughs> Cop Rock, Ed Ray. Out of these these three shows, which one would you want to get the reboot? Oh, it's a difficult one, but I'm gonna say, Hi, honey, I'm home, mainly because we're in the late twenty teens. And more people are interested about more people are interested oh. regarding uh, retro television. Oh, you know what? Speak. I might actually agree with Edry on this, even though I love musicals. Just think of a 1930s black and white show, a, a black and white family show like that, like one of those 1930s sitcoms coming to now and they're real and they're and they're real but they're having like and it's they like, a deal with liberals yeah, they're having to deal with social norms that are fucking that aren't the same anymore yeah oh dude no there's not one existing social norm i think from- that would that would challenge that would show just these weird cultural shifts it would show the difference between cultural shifts if they could pull that off and if the the writing would have to be on point they have to, they, have to, they would have to get it couldn't be a one-sided argument, to be honest. You would have to have two writing teams that could come up with a very uh, balanced uh, cultural difference that didn't really push thoughts down your throat. But I think they could definitely make it work. I think that would be that would be awesome. That's just my opinion. What? That's just your opinion. And you know, that's all we have here: our opinions and Harpoon's Duncan Coffee Porter beer. Which is really, really good. It really freaking is. And that's also just my opinion. Which is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Is it fine though? I've got a song to sing. You know how it goes? This is how it goes. Opinions and beer. Opinions and beer. 
Can't go wrong with opinions and beer, opinions and beer, opinions and beer. All we got here are opinions ah! and beer.